Hi, hello. Welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is June 26, 2023. Hopefully this episode finds you well in good spirits and high hopes. As for me, I'm doing pretty good. Overall, I'm feeling great. I will say mentally, I am a bit anxious. You know, I feel like you guys probably know what's coming. It's, it's the cycle of the times. Yeah, like... We're getting close to the end of the month, which means the first of the month, which means I have to pay fucking rent. And then I get, you know, I get fussy. I get upset. <laughs> I start thinking about all the ways I am poor and how, you know, next week's going to be even worse. All that yada, yada, yada. But uh, also a new feeling kind of stacked for me, too, is I'm going through like one of those mental phases where like, because this comes and goes. I Sometimes I talk about it, sometimes I don't. Where, like, I'll look in the mirror, and I don't think, like, it's body dysmorphia or anything like that. But I, I look in the mirror and I go, man, I feel like I'm getting fatter. And maybe that's the case. Maybe it is. I, I try not to weigh myself too often. But, um, I don't know. I'm feeling that urge to, like, check and find out. It's growing. I'm, like, I might use the company scale. Put my fat ass on there. <laughs> I don't know, man. My boobs are getting bigger. It feels like, I don't know, you know, too many pizzas. Um, so, yeah, it's 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 almost one of those nights where I feel like it's kind of all getting to me. But part of the uh, beauty of this project, what I do, is it's nice to get myself to this point to talk about it and then talk about it. Because I know it's like, hey, uh, I know I'm going to try to find a way to, to sort out this money shit one way or another. And like, you know, the whole, you know, being fat, being a little fatty, that's okay. Like, I'm, I'm, blessed to have had a life and live a life where people do accept me for who I am they love me for who I am and I have to work on that myself a lot you know that that is a constant thing um and that being said uh, that I always try to remind myself too that like I don't have to stay at this weight be this way like I can always charge myself to do more you know uh be better push yada 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 eat less <laughs> but then i have nothing to tell you guys about all the food um okay a little bit more personal news food corner i did another brenner <laughs> talking about how fat i am um we did a big chocolate waffle uh with the whipped cream the chocolate on top the caramel in the syrup we go all out uh, I also was like fiending a breakfast, uh, or not a breakfast sandwich, but a bagel sandwich. So I did a ham and bacon, which is redundant to me. I'd prefer it to be turkey and bacon, but this is what we had this week. Um, and I just put all the trimmings on it, went off on it. It was good. I even um, put cheese on the bread, on the bagel. Ooh, it was really good. That was like the highlight of my, my Brenner. Um, also some cinnamon toast bread, um, some fries. See, this is what I'm saying. Like, I, I can run my meals out and be like, yeah, no, you're probably right. You probably are getting a little bit more titty. <laughs> uh, cry. Uh, what can I do? I can't afford a gem. <laughs> Bless the time. It's hard. It's hard out there, y'all. Uh, thank you for listening to me whine. Uh, without the wine today, we're back on the beer. Uh, but I am going to light this candle. We can get into some news, got some updates, uh, some coverage, you know, stuff I want to get into.
Oof. Ooh wee. All right, all right, all right. Uh, let's start with a quick update from NBC News. Um, passenger shot and killed Uber driver. She believed she was uh, she believed was taking her to Mexico. Uh, police say. Uh, so this is about uh, <coughs> excuse me, uh, Phoebe Copas, who um, now um, she's been charged with murder uh, as of Wednesday of last week. Uh, the murder of Daniel uh, Pedra, 52 years old. I believe his full name was uh, Daniel Pedra Garcia. Might be mistaken there, but I'm pretty sure we, we this fresh feels fresh for me. But um, yeah, uh, he sadly he passed away. The last we had covered, he I had remembered him being in ICU. And I'm and I'm seeing now there's more coverage on this story, and it's probably just because of the fact that like well you know now it's a murder, so that's even more reason to want to you know cover and talk about this kind of thing but um yeah nothing i really want to belabor if there's there's definitely going to be a trial or something like this on it sorry um and we'll we'll do the coverage then it's usually how i like to do these kind of things uh let's go ahead and move on to uh the uh initial opener i wanted to cover uh, colorado lgbtq plus nightclub shooting suspect pleads guilty to five counts of murder uh, so this is an update on uh, the Club Q shooting that we covered. Um, took place in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Uh, Anderson Lee Aldrich, who identifies as non-binary, has pleaded guilty to five counts of murder in the first degree, 46 counts of attempted murder in the first degree, and two bias-motivated crimes. Now, um, in this article, they don't say it, but um, he is going to be facing life. Uh, no parole. Um, that's a part of his uh, agreement. Uh, at least I'm pretty sure I'm getting it right on the no parole there. But, I, I mean, this is beating the death penalty for him. Which, uh, I'm sorry, for them. And that's thing, too. Um, something that happens a lot in these situations is... Um, on one side, you have people who are upset, you know, they have grief, they have anger, and, like, they want to deprive a person of their identity and in these situations. Like, well, I don't care that you want to be referred to as them or whatever your preferred pronoun is. I, You killed someone. You murdered someone. You did an atrocious, uh, you know, did something atrocious. Um, and for me, I just realized that's not... That's not the that's not the way that that does not solve any problem. It does not bring anyone back. Even in the in the in the eyes of a tit for tat, all you are showing is that you only care as much as it's like important to you or it's a good thing to do. And if you're talking about this situation, um, you know, in terms of a bad person, well, then, oh, OK, well, then they're they don't matter. I'm going to just be evil to them. It's it's fair. It's like, no, like there's just no conversation. There's no way to spin that. That makes sense to me. Um, sorry, I, I kind of went into the comments on this article and, you know, you just you see some of the nasty. I think it's important that, yes, Anderson Lee Aldritz, I don't consider them a good person. No way, no how. But I'm going to do my best. If they identify as non-binary, then that's what I'm going to. That's what I'm going to try to respect. That being said, 
you having these moments of weakness. I'm, I, I'm so upset. I'm so uh, sad about what I did. Okay, but that doesn't mean what you did was not a hate crime. Especially in the situation where their investigators can show that you were running a neo-Nazi online group, like hate group. So, like, I just don't want to hear it. Like, you were quote unquote then LARPing as a Nazi white supremacist. Then, like, now you're you're dealing with the weight of your actions, and like all of a sudden it's like, no, 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 oh no, like I, that part I don't want to hear. You know. That being said, do I think? This is a dub? No, there's there's never a there's never a win in these situations. At the end of the day, someone is going to be locked in a cement coffin for the rest of their life. And that's the the best we can do for our crime and punishment system. You know what I mean? There's there's not there's, there's nothing else. That's the end of the line for us here. Um and I understand why people, you know, do want the death penalty. There was a time in my life where I I, I was like not pro it, but it was just like, you know, I understand it, you know, um, it makes sense to me, but just the older I get, the more I look at it, the more I just see is that that just should be something that's never on the table. Um, but speaking of death penalties, I know this is a bit side news as we kind of transition a bit, but, um, uh, the killer from the, um, Idaho shit, the Mo- was it the Moscow, Idaho killings. Um, it looks like they're going to pursue the death penalty there. That's a bit side news. I'm not actually covering that today just because I want to wait for the trial there. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is kind of a common thing that if you have the ability to use that as a sentencing tool, you're going to as a prosecution. That's just, it seems to be the, the norm in America. Um, so in, 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 in a way, I am glad that this resolved in a way that like, hey, families, victims they don't have to go through the hassle of like you know more trial or anything like that like this is just going to get wrapped up and that you know the death penalty is something that is off the table here i think that is good um but yeah no i mean obviously fuck this motherfucker um it's it's evil to do this kind of shit it to just say oh i'm just gonna end some people's lives you know this this is what i want to do um you know mental illness whatever you know and it sucks that we just have tools available <laughs> to do this shit. I, I I get blue in the face talking about this shit, and I try not to dwell on it too often. But, you know, this shit can be minimized. Uh, I, I don't want to sit there and say avoid it. I know people can debate me on that shit for hours and days and days. But there's just no way you can fucking tell me that this shit could have been minimized, minimized to a point that it could have damn near been avoided. It could have been way different. A whole other reality. Um... But uh, let's go ahead and move along. Let's keep this uh, train on trucking. Three San Antonio... Oh, this is from the Associated Press. I'm sorry. Three San Antonio police officers are charged with murder in the fatal shooting of a woman. Uh, three San Antonio police officers have been charged with murder in the fatal shooting of a woman who was experiencing what the city's police chief said was a mental health crisis. Uh, I mean, this is a really fucking sad situation yet again. We're known to cover those on this fucking pod. I'm sorry about it. But, uh, Melissa, Melissa, I'm sorry, Melissa Perez, 46 years old. Uh, she refused to come out of her apartment. Um, this initially started over her, uh, clipping, I think the, like the, the wires or the cable to like, uh, the fire alarm. 
and she was arguing, yelling with the fire department people about that. And then this is when the officers that came out and, um, you know, she was non-compliant. She goes into her apartment and, um, I mean, the way that the officers kind of handle the situation, I, I get you're upset, you're maybe flustered, but, um, let's go ahead and read a little bit here. Uh, they placed themselves in a situation where they used deadly force, which was not reasonable given the circumstances as we now understand them. Um, and this was from the police chief. Uh, one of the three charged officers opened fire after Perez first threw a glass candlestick at officers, then swung a hammer at them. All three officers then fired when Perez approached them again with the hammer, hitting her at least twice. Um, which is just, it's not warranted for the situation. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think. Okay, and this is what I don't like. It's just part of the intro from like one of the cops. Like The officer shouts at one point, you're going to get shot. To which Perez replies, shoot me. You ain't got no warrant. Now, honestly, I, when I initially read this, I kind of chuckled because that is a logic of, of any like, you know, knowing, observing citizens, it's like, yo, you do not have the paperwork to, like, talk to me and harass me this way. Like, we just, in our heads, we just go, no, you're not going to fuck with me like that. Like, because you think these people are going to be, like, constables of the law or some shit. But it's like, no, they're coming to you. They're mad. They're worried that you're going to do the worst, craziest shit to them. That's literally how they are trained to be. Um, and next thing you know, you're using some improvised weapons on some D&D shit. And they're like, oh, we're going to set our phasers to fucking murder you, lady. We told you. And uh, they meant it. All three of the motherfuckers, not just one. Um, and that's a fucking shame because at the end of the day, you have means as officers to handle the situation completely different. And you have to be aware that this is a person going through a moment. Like... That they they didn't pull out a weapon and they start shooting, but y'all did. Um, so no, that's just that's never gonna be fucking okay to me. Um, I don't know. I don't know what what, what else do you want me to say here? What what is there to add here? It, it's so fucking frustrating that we this isn't a new story for us. You know what I mean? This is this is shit that has happened time and time again and will happen again and again and again. I will cover this story multiple times before the ending of this podcast series, you know? Uh, that's just how this shit goes in America, you know? It, and not just America. There, there are police problems abroad, internationally. Don't get me wrong. But, um, you know, yet again, we're seeing a motif. Bang, bang. You feel me? Uh, sadly, this motif is going to continue. Um... I got one more gun story, and then I'm going to kind of lighten the news. Uh, but from the Kansas City Star, grocery store worker is killed when ex-husband shoots her and himself, Ohio cops say. Now, I like to uh, bring you guys uh, Ohio stories. You know, that that I'm a local guy. I like to keep things local when I can. I like to give the people what they want, you know, heart of it all. <laughs> but sadly, I, I, this is bad news. Um, an employee at an Ohio grocery store was shot and killed in an apparent murder-suicide involving her ex-husband, police say. Um, a bit of levity, I guess. Uh, here in Cincinnati, we don't have Giant Eagle. It's it's not... Uh, I'm trying to think what's the equivalent. We just have, like, Walmarts. We have Meyer. 
But um, back in the day, I, I you know, uh, my ex, she was from Cleveland. And so that was my first time going into a giant eagle. And I was like, oh, shit, there's something like weirdly familiar here. And uh, giant eagle feels like a Kroger. It's, it's a lot like a Kroger, just with different fixtures you know like the outside looks a bit different but it 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 has the same energy of your local Kroger that that is my equivalent um but sadly yeah this took place in North Olmstead at a Giant Eagle supermarket um let's see police responded to a store within a minute which is a very fast response time um and officers found the bodies of the victim and the shooter I believe um what is it Peterson and Smith uh, they were divorced uh, as of 2004. I uh, love this quote by the police chief. We don't believe it was a very amicable divorce. Yeah, I would agree, good sir. I, I don't think this uh, was a good good ending to say, said post, post, you know. Um, but Wagner said, who is the police chief, uh, 63-year-old Susan Peterson, who has worked at the store for more than three years, was shot by her ex-husband, 60 years old, Bernard Edward Smith. Uh, the ex-husband then shot himself. Obviously, like, you know, the shootings are very common in America, you know, but um, the idea of having, like, a murder-suicide, they do kind of state in this um, article that these are more common to happen, like, in homes, you know? Like, that's normally when this kind of goes down. Um for someone to kind of have a break like this and then take it to the streets to, you know, where this person worked like that. Um, it's very sad. It's very traumatic, obviously. Um, you know, obviously just a loss of life. But then, you know, the the coworkers, you know, people just going to the store that day. That's not going to be something you fucking forget. Um, so, yeah, I mean, goddamn. <laughs> God fucking damn! A lot of a lot of shootings, a lot of shit happening here. But that's a that's just a normal day in America. Uh, that being said, you know the, the what's what's more American than a shooting? I don't know, corruption. At, you know, at your at your bank, <laughs> shit like that. Uh, that's that's the last thing we're gonna cover. That's our lighter news for the day. Um, let me go ahead and take my break. Let me decompress here. <laughs> Slurpee. Um, Our last article comes from, (coughs) excuse me, (coughs) CNBC. (coughs) Bear with me. (coughs) Okay. (laughs) The SEC finds JP Morgan subsidiary for deleting 47 million emails, some related to subpoenas. Whoops. Oh my gosh, how, how could this have happened? You mean to tell me that like uh, these secure emails that should totally have like means and settings to not allow them to be permanently deleted were seemingly deleted by a company that is in hot water for things? Wow, that's crazy. Also something I kind of wonder, something I'm mulling over here. I wonder if any of those emails from like what, I think it was 2019 or so that they were 
early 2018, uh, according to the administrative order. So 2018, 2019, around the time someone like a Jeffrey Epstein dies, you're telling me that like emails were just just kaputs? That's crazy. That's wild. Um, okay, the last part is definitely like conspiratorial, for sure. That's me putting on the hat. But um, it is insane to me to think that a company like J.P. Morgan, like J.P. Morgan Chase, <laughs> is going to oops-a-daisy and just delete a wide swath of vital emails you should not be deleting. And I, and I stress that these are vital, important emails because whether or not they are implicated in, like, you know, crimes, fraud, what have you, like... These are emails that are, like, supposed to be secure, like, and, like, they're supposed to be a, a timed release, like, okay, they're this old, so we're going to delete them, but they're supposed to be secured. And you're telling me that somehow, some way, these protocols weren't filed here? And, once, and, and that's why I stress that time frame is just, like, because I'm sure it's not just the Epstein shit, because we talked about that before in the pod. I'm sure there's other things, there's other crimes um, that, um, JP Morgan is dealing with, and, you know, I feel like this is just way too convenient. Now, granted, they have to pay, I think, in, like, uh, fees, like, $125 million, so it's not like they're getting away with this clean, but essentially, you're just getting a blanket fee here for things that would maybe, potentially, um, be very incriminating, very damning. Uh, and this isn't the first time this has happened either. You know what I mean? It's like, you guys have, like, a like a pattern of this. It's like, oh, man, shit, that's so fucked up. I can't believe we did that, guys. Sorry, SEC. We, uh, we're fresh out of emails, huh? That's, that's wild. That's crazy. A company, like, as big as us, too big to fail, Chase, you know, JP Morgan just oopsed like that, you know? I don't know, man. It, once again, business as usual. Um, I don't think that they're going to be dealing, you know, any more out for this uh, glitch error problem that they've had. Um, but yeah, that's more or less the long short of it. That's uh, that's the news that I got for today. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for um, hanging out. Thank you so much for listening. Um, also shout out to Brandon. You're the goat. I appreciate you sharing and bumping the pod. Hopefully you're enjoying it and hopefully anyone else who might have, uh, you know, hopped in and listened. I appreciate you so much. Uh, I, I can't stress enough how much like little efforts like that are so helpful to the effort. So helpful to this project. Obviously I love my newsies. Shout out to them. Um, you know, we do the shout outs for you guys once a month, but I do have to say thank you so much for just listening. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you just so much for just being a part of it. Like, that's so cool. (laughs) That makes my heart smile. So thank you. Um, but if you would like to help out financially, uh, patreon.com, so Isaiah News, $5 a month, get you access to any of the older, old news I've done. Also, get newsy status, so get you a shout out once a month, and as well, I pro I, I plug your projects, things of that nature. Don't worry, Commander's Conclave, by all means, hit that shit up. But you know, I'm, I'm gonna hit y'all up soon. Uh, you know, uh, come this weekend, I'm gonna let them know what that's about. Um, but yeah, you know, just a little collaboration effort, Lincoln building, you know, gang gang shit. Um, free ways to hit me up though, or hit up the podcast, what have you, Facebook. 
Twitter, Instagram. Uh, also, if you're listening on YouTube, that's pretty cool. Hopefully you've hit the subscribe button. I've noticed the numbers going up. I appreciate it. And even if you're not listening, that's just a cool way to help out. It's just like hitting those buttons, hitting the reviews, hitting the bells. Those are super great. Those help out a ton. I really, really appreciate that. Um, uh, gmail.com. Uh, I got to say that one. Isaiah one at gmail.com. Any kind of feedback, any kind of legal stuff, whatever, I guess. Well, hopefully I'm good. Hopefully I'm on the level. I'm legit, boss, I swear. <laughs> I've deleted no emails. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, that that's that's it. That's all I got. Um, hopefully you have a good one. And hopefully I see you soon for some more good news. I love you. Bye-bye. Mwah.